Hello, and thank you for joining another episode of Inspire a Parent's Journey. Today, I have the pleasure of bringing on two gentlemen who are very important to our family and our little brothers, um, to me and my husband, and come alongside us on this parenting journey. So let's welcome Tremaine and Brent to the show. Hello, gentlemen. Hello. What's going on? Thanks for having us on. Absolutely. Cannot wait to have my brothers on. We've had um, several episodes with the ladies, but uh, we need to highlight the fellas in the family. So welcome. (laughs) (laughs) So let's get started. I want to dive into the male psyche on um, what do you guys think? is the biggest myth or misconception when it comes to um, single men or men that don't have children yet? That's a good question. The one that came to my mind instantly was that there's a problem with us. You know, there's, there's so much dialogue about red flags and stuff going on right now. And that, that carries the conversation into places that often aren't true. So whether it's, something's wrong with us or we just don't care you know oftentimes it's a lot more personal than that like maybe the guy just hasn't decided that now's the right time for whatever reason no i can definitely agree with that i've heard the piece of like they won't be prepared if they don't have kids and also the piece behind oh well maybe he's of a different sexual orientation or something like that. And he just doesn't like women. It's like, you know, I just choose to wait till marriage and I want to only do it with one person. It's just my personal preference. Like I don't want to have a bunch of kids by different, different women. So for me personally, that was just my choice. And for me at at 38, people like, Oh my gosh, he's old. He should definitely have kids by now. I'm like, no, I don't want to rush it. So yeah. I think it's really interesting when you talk about um, men um, associated with you or, you know, men in your family, that it's the automatic thought that there's something wrong with your moral compass if you don't have a bunch of kids versus how it used to be. You got a woman pregnant, you married her, you know, it, it was what it was. And that wasn't healthy either. But at least there was an expectation of moral standards to be important. And in our generation, it just seems to be the opposite, that men are expected to just be here, there, or everywhere. And, you know, going back to the old school temptation song, you know, Papa was a rolling stone, you know, like 
it seems to be even worse of a conception um, or a thought with our generation than it even was when back when that song was released, you know? So I was just curious to what um, you guys' thought was, because with the ladies, we talked about how mm-hmm. the expectation is that they have a whole lot of extra money and a whole lot of extra time because they're, they don't have a husband to take care of or they don't have children, you know, schedules to manage is that, um, their time is just free, and more importantly, their pocketbook is just free. Mm-hmm. And so I was really curious um, to what you guys had to say. Um, to follow up on that, a second thought is when you're around our kids, or, you know, Trey, I know you're a godfather, Brent, you're um, a biological uncle as well as a spiritual uncle. Um, so are you, Trey? Um, when you're around those kids, with you guys not having kids, do you find that it fuels you in the sense of it fills that void? It you know brings you that joy, um, and or are there times once you leave the kids you feel depleted, like you feel that that lack, you feel that um, why has God not given me? you know, that woman or, you know, that, that child yet, because I know um, there's a mixed feeling for parents. You know, we leave to go on vacation. We can't wait to drop those doctors off. Um, But when you have back to back travel or when you have had a really busy week where you have had to call on your tribe for that help or hire a sitter or whatever, and it starts Monday, and then you look up at Saturday, and you've only spent one evening with your kids, you feel guilty, you know, because you're like, shoot, I haven't really seen them this week. So there's pluses and minuses to leaving them, even when they're your own. And not that parents don't need and deserve a break, but just from the uncle perspective, you know, I'm curious, um, because that part of your family's hasn't um, happened yet. But do you feel both? Do you feel one more than the other? Or had you never even thought about like the sadness? I think for me, I look at it as practice. So I want to make sure that I'm a good parent. And I know I'm going to be a perfect parent. And I <laughs> know people are always like, you know what? <laughs> like, it's one thing to deal with someone else's kids. It's a different thing to deal with your own. And I understand that. I understand that I do get to take my god kids back to their house and I do get to take uh, my nieces and nephews back to you all but in the moments that I do get to spend with them I do want to try to play that or not really play the father role but at least practice okay how to help them with their schoolwork, um, how to help them with advice if they need it trying to give them good advice and that good mentor role as well as trying to just be a support for them. Right. And mm-hmm. so for me, it's a matter of, all right, yes, I know I'm going to mess up, but I want to learn from them just as much as they learn from me and doing right. that kind of practice. Yeah. I think that learning part is key to me because what what stands out to me is that I've never been in a position to be a parent yet. So there's no possible way that I can know how I'm going to be when I become a parent. Like I haven't developed those We're things. in it, and we don't know. Like, <laughs> you feel me? You feel me? So, I mean, it's a, it's a it's a journey. I mean, like the name of your podcast, like it's a, it's legit a journey, and everybody's journey is going to be very different. Absolutely. But what 
But what I think we get the benefit of is being sort of like incrementally attached to different pieces of it so that we get a chance to to see how things go so that we can maybe prepare for certain moments to happen or whatever so that we can sort of adjust our expectations for what could possibly take place when we get into certain situations. Um, But I think more than anything, we get an opportunity to learn, for example, patience for, you know, if, if you haven't been around children, like for any substantial amount of time, (laughs) knowing that you need to exercise a certain degree of patience because they will test you facts. (laughs) But, but if you never, get the privilege to know that that's true right you may feel some some different levels of distress when you have your own children because you didn't get exposed to the fact that you need to you know calm yourself down because they will they will just be their natural selves and they haven't developed certain um boundaries and parameters and disciplines yet so to the level that I know both of you, I can say this with um, quite a bit of confidence that um, being around children, being around students fuels you because of the level of commitment that you have in your community um, through CLD, through 100 Black Men, through Lindy, um, Trey as a Kappa, and Brent as an Alpha, you know, all of your many outreaches i would need a whole entire list um to list them all so please do not get upset with tremaine or brent if i did not list the organization that they are connected to um with you i apologize in advance i should have asked for a lengthy resume of organizations however i can i can testify to the fact that that fuels you but what about the depletion part or what about the um since you're not dads of your own yet do you as men ever feel when you leave the kid or you drop them off do you ever feel that void because speaking to the ladies um for us society has placed a heavy um burden of women should be mothers women should carry children women should x y and z and also we're just built to be more maternal but from the father's side like, do you guys feel that void at all? For me, mine is going to come from a couple of different vantage points. So my father passed away when I was almost four. So for me, one of the core, I don't know, emotions or drives that I have is to experience a life with a father. And I can't. Like, I physically can't. There's no possible way to feel that void the way he would have if he would have been able to be a part of my life forever or growing up. So that's going that's going to be a hole that I have to work on emotionally, mentally, spiritually, financially to learn how to be the person I think he would have wanted me to be. Right. So one of my drives in interacting with, with kids, with young people, why I care so much about mentoring and the botillion and all these things that I do is they get to teach me, you know, work talk, talking to your kids. Like they're a completely different age in high school, junior or senior. And so <laughs> I, I really do get both sides of that spectrum. Right. 
in advance of me being able to participate in it for my own kids. So I don't necessarily know whether I feel depleted or not because I've never felt full in the first place. Right. That absence has always been present. So it's hard to put a pin on it as an adult being a father versus a kid without a father. Yeah. It's it's tough. So, So I just try to make sure that I can be a responsible person and give whatever I can, all of whatever I can give to create meaningful relationships with these kids because that matters so much. And being a black man on top of that, knowing like the statistics and all that stuff that we're up against, it's almost like because of the kind of person because of the kind of person I want to be, how could I not battle against these these datas and these metrics and all that stuff? Like I have to be one that changes it. So for me, both of my parents were divorced. And so I live with my mother and I talked to my father occasionally growing up, but he really wasn't a part of my life. And so for me, I didn't know what it was like to have a father in my life in that aspect. Like he was there, but he wasn't. Mm -hmm. And so the more I've grown up, We've built a stronger relationship, but we've never had an amazing relationship. And it's just because I I think I had to grow up faster because I had to learn father figures from different men that I saw in my life, not from my father. And so for me, I look to sow the seed into the youth that I work with, whether it be when I'm mentoring, when I'm on campus at UND, when I'm doing the different programs and showing them what I didn't get. And so it's a matter of, I saw what shouldn't be, let me give them the 180 and sow into them what they need based off of what I should have gotten. Right. And so do I feel depleted at times? And it does get draining, but for me, I think how I get it back, and it comes years later, um, the greatest example I can remember is when I worked for Jobs for America's graduates, and I was at Arlington, I was working with youth, and I was the college and career coach, and I was just telling them, hey, this is what you do, this is how you prepare for your career, this is how you prepare for college, and they could care less what I was saying. And I'm just like, hey, here are the pitfalls. This is this is how I messed up. I always try to give students how I messed up so that they don't. Right. And so it was like, I want to say four or five years later, and I was walking in Walmart one day and I saw one of my students and they literally ran me down. Walmart, (laughs) like it's always and always. Walmart brings people together. I don't care what nobody says. Like as my husband has been run up to in Costco, Macy's. It's the family reunion. Oh it really is. It really is. Like, yeah, they just like find a young you. man or a, or a parent and, you know, some attractive older woman is like, mm-hmm. hey, you know, good to see you. And I'm like, Hello. Exactly. <laughs> so prepare your fiance now for these random run ups um, and Brent, the woman in your life, or prepare her for these random run-ups that um, you guys are going to experience. They're going to so, happen. 
the student runs up to you or the young man by now or young woman by now. Yeah. So the young lady, so she runs up to me and she's like, oh my gosh. She was like, I've been thinking about you. She was like, when we were in class, she said, I did not pay attention to you at all, but I like heard you. And she was like, everything you told me in class has happened. All the mm -hmm. pitfalls, all the great things. And so when the pitfalls came, I was able to kind of go back in my mind and try to remember what you said in class. And so I implemented the things that you said in class and they worked. Right. And because of that, I'm now where I am today. I have a job. I'm in school. I'm doing this. And I wouldn't have been able to do that without you. Thank you. And just gave me the biggest hug. And right. so that filled me back up right. because I was like, okay, yes, they're listening. Yeah. Even if they act like they're not listening. Right. But it feels like a thankless journey along the way until oh, those yeah. moments come back. That exactly. thing is real. It's just real wide. <laughs> exactly. It, it and when you get you know, it's small. Yeah. Exactly. It fills you back up and yeah. lets you go. Yeah, exactly. Thanks. And it, it makes you realize that it really is true that everything you go through isn't for no reason. You know, that you do make a difference here or there. And it's just our job, you know, to plant those seeds along the way. And we may never see it. There may be a hundred other kids that you talk to through those classes that were impacted, but may never get to run up to you, you know, exactly. at, at Walmart or Target or wherever. So, um, that, that ties into the next thought I have for you guys. Um, and this is really important because you two may be um, the first to get to answer this question or, or reply to this thought. So um, I listened to it, another amazing podcast called Good Moms, Bad Choice. And on that podcast, the ladies were discussing undoing parenting. So undoing the things that your parents did in raising you when it's your turn to now raise your children. And they talked about how some of the parents were very receptive and others not so much. So my thought to you too is as men, um, being raised by strong Christian women, um, Trey, I know your mother is, is ordained. Um, Brent, excuse me, Tremaine, your mother is ordained. And Brent, um, your mom might as well be. be. <laughs> I don't know what Miss um, Elizabeth is waiting on. Um, shout out to uh, Promises Jewelry um, and, and Elizabeth. But um, with that in mind, what advice or what caution? would you give the moms that are listening that are widowed um, yeah. with a young son or um, who are divorced from or never married to um, the father of that child or um, whatever the circumstance may be that caused them to be single parenting. Um, raising boys is a lot different um, than raising girls, and not necessarily in some of the stereotypical fashions people think, um, because our oldest is the most emotional out of all of the three of them, and he's a boy. <laughs> so I think sometimes as moms, we can overcorrect that, and we don't give boys the space um, to share the, their emotions, to feel them. You know, we're quick to say, stop crying, or, you know, cover it up. 
But in that podcast, one of the things they brought up was if you tell them to stop crying, then you have to tell them what to do in its place. That's correct. And yeah. so as as men who were raised by these incredible, you know, black mothers on top of that, what advice would you give to other mothers who are in the situations that you guys were raised in when it comes to raising boys? I think looking to today's society, it's a matter of letting them know to not just have any type of man in front of their child. It's one thing to be single and to want to have a male and a companion in your life, but know when to and when not to bring men around your children. Because you don't want that kid to be like, oh, I got a lot of uncles. And be like, nah, that ain't your uncle. <laughs> like, and so, um, the just uncles guarding. in the sense of this episode well, yes. are truly uncles. <laughs> There's no uncle clause. Um, I just want to make that claim to honor Jermaine's fiance and um, Brent's woman in his life. I just want you ladies to know, and for all the other ladies out there, I am taken, and there are no uncles Thanks. in our household. Okay, I just, I just want to <laughs> make that plain. Ain't no comedy. Ain't no comedy show jokes right hey, here. None. Right. They are uncles. Okay, like in, exactly. the, in the traditional sense. But really, looking at it and just guarding their heart and guarding their mind because Absolutely. you don't want the bad influences in there. And so, my mom, what she did for me was in the church she looked for that mentor to really sew into me and so shout out to roger greed um, because he really did groom me um, and he was a business owner as well so i got the business mindset as well as the family mindset in growing um under him and so it was truly amazing just for everything i learned from him as well as honestly the other men in the church because they saw that my mom was single. And so they surrounded around me to protect me from the things that would happen in society. So definitely um, have a good circle. Um, Chantel has a great circle around her of friends um, and family. So that's my biggest thing. Just make sure your circle is strong, but your circle is also tight. Say that, say that again. <laughs> I think I got two. And the thing that popped into my head first was, um, you know, Yoda from Star Wars has is like quoted as saying, "There is no try, there is only do." And I know that, and I know that in a lot of cases, you know, parents generally want the best for their child, and they and I can always hear parents in my mind just like different different faces ringing out saying, "I'm." trying to make my child this i'm trying to encourage my kid to do xyz i'm trying i'm trying i'm trying and i would just say to that to that single mother who has to raise boys um stop saying that be a part of it encourage them to develop friendships with strong other boys mm -hmm. even if it's not boys really just make it sure that you're you're guarding their circle because because the chief figurehead in their life is gone as the you know there's a pair there's a there's a there's a female dominant power and a male dominant power that male dominant power is gone you can't fill the male role 
And so the whole Mother's Day, I mean, uh, Father's Day, telling mothers Happy Father's Day, like, we got to cut that out. Yeah. We got to cut that out. It's not helpful, beneficial to anybody. And yes, the mother has to step into the full care perspective, but utilize your village. I mean, as 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 people from the African diaspora, you know, we came up with that saying it takes a village to raise a child because for us it did. And we we spent hundreds of years doing it that way. Um and so just remember that you don't have to do everything by yourself. You know, don't try to do everything by yourself. Utilize your close friends, your circle. And like I said, encourage your children to develop solid friendships. Let them go to sleepovers and hang out. Check in on the parents. Don't be absent. But, you know, encourage them to explore the world and figure things out for themselves and be right there along parallel, supporting every little move they make. Um because they're going to have to find things that their father figures would have taught them. They're, they're going to have to find them for themselves. And, and that's going to be just a part of their adventure in life and not a bad thing. An adventure is wonderful. I mean, how many stories that we know of from every Disney movie through every book that we read, everything's an adventure. Absolutely. And one thing I want to add to allow them to make mistakes. Yeah. Like so many times we're like, oh, we want to guard them because we see it coming. Mm -hmm. And so we're like, okay, everybody gets the participation trophy. Everybody, yeah. you're you're number one. No, nope. sometimes you're gonna be number two. It's sometimes okay. You ain't to gonna be, be in my number. Like yeah, sometimes you're not gonna be a number. You didn't place, but, buddy. But exactly. <laughs> but when you don't that should drive you harder to be number one next time. And so that's what you yeah. need to do to train them because there's so many times we try to guard them and protect them from the things that we see in the world and the things in society. And when we do, it softens them so that when they get into the business world and somebody tells them no, or somebody tells them they didn't do good, they literally just kind of collapse. And I've seen yeah. it in the business world. So where you give someone constructive criticism and they think you're totally flipping out on them. Yeah. And it's like, no, I'm not. I'm just trying to help you grow. Right. And so really just letting them know that they're not perfect. They will make mistakes. Allow them to make mistakes. But when they make those mistakes, teach them how to grow from those mistakes. Absolutely. And um, I have on my um, my husband is awesome shirt um, honoring um, him and, and the men in, in our lives. Um, but even with that, he's not perfect either. And he has had a different experience than the two of you. So even when there is a dad present, even when there is a man in the house, stepdad or, you know, whatever the situation may be, it doesn't mean that other men can't still influence mm -hmm. the boys in a positive way. And so our sons know they don't only just have their dad. They have you guys. And so I think that also is important to know that we can focus so much on the singular man and not think about the positive influence that comes from other men, because you guys not just wrap around our children, you wrap around him. Yeah. So when he needs to be reinforced or he's having an off week, he has men he can go to that have integrity, high values and high standards and are going to back him, but also call him on his stuff. 
And he in return, you know, does that for you guys. And so they will grow up seeing a healthy male circle, not just, you know, their dad. So I think that that's important um, to say as well. So we are running short on time. This has gone so fast, but I do want to, yeah, I want you to guys to leave with a final thought too. So go ahead, Brenton, and then I'll give you my, no, I was just going to share. Um, I would like you guys to close with what's one lesson or one um, aha moment you've had from being a part of our journey or, you know, getting to see, you know, my husband be a father. Like what's the the one thing um, you want to leave the audience with that has come from being a part of our journey? Okay. So the point that I was going to make was just the fact that I learned from your husband a lot, too. You know, there's a lot of perspective that he has and the experiences that he's gone through that he's very free to share with me and with Trey. And, you know, that's still one of those men feeling a small piece of that void for me. So that so that cycle never ends for parents of single parents. The cycle never ends for your child. They're always going to be picking up stuff. But then my parting thought would just be that, you know, as an uncle without children, it's not a fairy tale. It absolutely is very real. When you have children, you bring them into the world. All 24 hours of your day revolve around your children now. And I know that growing up, you know, we think, oh, man, I want to have children one day. I want to have kids. And we kind of have this pie in the sky notions of things. But when you actually are in someone's house with their children and see how they run around and how they become people and how their personalities develop over the early years, like it's actually very real and and you can be absent if you want to but it will it will cause some problems so you know accept your reality dig into it and do your best we've definitely been a part of busting that myth open it is not <laughs> a fairy tale even with a solid partner who is also an active parent it's still a 24-7 job. <laughs> so, Jermaine, what you got? I'd say for me, I would just say, again, reiterating that strong family, that strong support system, and don't necessarily search for it. It will come to you. Like, it'll grow. I feel like so many times people search for the right friends, search folk for the right people in their lives. And when you do, and they kind of hurt you or things like that, then you're like, okay, I feel I need to go find a new circle. No, your friends are going to make mistakes, but grow from those mistakes. And so when you do, those people will then be the ones in your kids' lives that will be able to sow so much into them because you all have built your own relationship as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's one thing um, we all try to do in our, our circle is allow the mistakes to happen and support each other through the mistakes and cheer each other on through the successes. And it's, it's both. It's not just one-sided. And if you find yourself in a circle that is one-sided, then you're in the wrong circle. So, yeah. Run. Um, thank you both again for joining. Um, thank you. You can find Brent at Professor Lyle on all um, social media platforms. Yeah. And my fabulous logo 
um, here was designed by the one and only um, Brent. And you can find more about Backpack Design and Marketing Studio through um, his social media. And if you would like to connect more with Trey, uh, Tremaine, and find out more um, about all the 50,000 kilometer things that he does, um, you can find him on LinkedIn and uh, connect with him. We're, it's always good to add more professional um, connections through LinkedIn. So visit um, both of them there. And I will conclude the episode with saying, um, Always remember, you don't have to give, you don't have to have given birth to a child to be a part of a parent's journey. Thank you again for joining us. You can find us on Facebook at Undone Unbound Restored, and you can find us on Instagram at Undone Unbound Restored CEO. Thanks again for joining Inspire a Parent's Journey. Thank you for listening and please tune in again.